Hey everybody, just wanted to let you know that uh, while we were recording this episode, uh, yet again, Matt's computer, as as is wont to do, had some issues, uh, and so we lost Matt's track from the recording. Uh, however, I uh, had the backup audio basically from Skype recorded. Uh, so on this episode, Matt and Rachel are going to sound a little, uh, a little peaky, a little internet-y, but all the audio is still there. Thankfully, it's just not not quite as crisp uh, as as you might be used to. So, uh, thanks for being patient with our uh, random audio issues over the last few weeks. Matt's computer is just just doing its damnedest to try and prevent the show from being recorded. But uh, thus far, we've managed to continue on. Um, anyway, hope you'll enjoy this super Star Warsy episode. Oh, and uh, stay tuned after the credits, if you will. Uh, we, I threw in, there was, uh, our initial cold open, or at least a good portion of it, um, was, uh, recorded basically just through the mic on Matt's computer. So I felt like it sounded too awful to sort of start off the show with, but I figured if, if you really wanted to, you could sort of have the option to listen to it, uh, at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. If you're curious about it, if not, then just, uh, enjoy this episode. All right, <clears throat> ready to get this puppy get this puppy pounded. Wow! <laughs> I don't want to pound puppies. Are you sure? And and you're too young to know what a pound puppy is. That's probably true. What? <laughs> exactly. Hold wait. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> and now I'm insanely curious. What is pound a puppies? What is a pound That's puppy? Not the theme song. It's not the theme song at all. <laughs> That's the Hot Pockets I... theme song. <laughs> <laughs> There's cabbage patch kids. <laughs> well, is anyone going to tell me? Pound puppies were like cabbage patch kids, where you would adopt the puppies from the pound. They were just stuffed puppies. Yeah, it's like stuffed animal toys. Yeah, like and you get them, and they like lived in a little house, and then you'd like collect your pound puppies. But they looked like they all looked fucking so sad. They all looked sad. Oh, <laughs> it was like so guilt trippy into like getting your parents to buy one because your parents would look at you looking at this like really sad puppy sad as fuck puppy sitting on the shelf just looking at just like the puppy eyes and you're like well, can I get one and they're like oh fuck <laughs> I guess it's either that or break my child's heart yep so have a thousand pound puppy because it was like cabbage patch kids where you like filled out an adoption yeah thing. yeah you you adopted them from the pound yeah oh at boy. Toys R Us wow that's uh well you know <laughs> <laughs> Pound puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Just everything to the thing. Everything to the hot pocket theme song. <laughs> In a world where the hot pockets guy made a shit ton of money. <laughs> Last uh, Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine opening crawl. <laughs> Last Jedi. Last Jedi. <laughs> Last Jedi. Up until the crawl's done. Uh, oh, man. And then even in the dramatic scenes, you start to see it slowly rise. It's like, Last Jedi. Last oh, Jedi. Man. Last Jedi. And then there's like a scene in the kitchen, and this kid opens the fridge, and he's like, or he opens the cupboard, he's like, Mom, I'm hungry for breakfast. <laughs> and he's got spiky hair and those stupid sunglasses on, even though it's in the morning and he's a child. 
Yep. I, uh, I know, it's like a, like a, I don't know, generic 90s commercial. I'd, yeah. I would love to see a I time. I can see the kid. <laughs> yeah, the kid too. <laughs> He's got like that silk, that like flame t-shirt thing or yeah, button up exactly. shirt. Yeah, yeah his, shell his name is like Zach or something. Totally Zach. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Deke. Dear Zach, dear Zach at work, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Zach with a K, though. He's not He's yeah. not a Zach with an H. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. K is way cooler. Definitely with a K. Yeah, no, he's Zach It's with... just Z-A-K. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, Zach at work is Z-A-C with the last name. Ugh. I can say it on the air. Yeah, that's yeah, a good idea. I, I, I don't like him that he's got a... It's just Z-A-C. I really don't like that. So... Oh, fucking shots fired. Yeah, there you go, Zach. Jeez. Fight me. Well, he likes, he Fight likes me. Scott Corelli's shows more than ours. What? Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kill you. I don't know why we're even saying this. Like, we haven't started the show yet. I don't know. Sometimes we start our shows weird. I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. Fuck. I didn't want to do that (laughs) twice in a row. I'm Jason. Welcome to the Savage Land. Uh, (laughs) Guys, it's the it's the holiday. It's the holiday time. It's the holiday season and whoop de doo or whatever the song is. Zachary Da to Zach. Uh, What? Uh, No. Don't forget to hang up your clock. Here's the rules. Here's the rules. There's rules for this thing type of thing. Okay. There's no holidays till after the fifteenth, and only if you so choose to then incorporate holidays into your life. But pre fifteenth, there's no such thing as holidays. So do you not do you not do any uh, holiday shopping before the fifteenth? I don't really, Rachel. How how early do you start doing holiday shopping? I'm He's done. turning my bit into an advertisement. I don't know how I feel about this. Rachel's already done with her holiday shopping. Rachel's way ahead of the game. Rachel's on the ball, <laughs> and I bet you, I bet you, I know how Rachel did most of that holiday shopping. You know how I'm not going to do any holiday shopping this year? How? Exactly. In in person? Because <laughs> I'm not. Wait, here's why that joke fell flat. Is because of the how I the cadence I used to say that joke was so weird. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and listen to that. And it it was why a little... did I say it like that? Yeah. I asked you. Do you know how I'm not going to do any of my? Uh, never mind. Yeah, I'm just anyway. I'm gonna roll past over that and, and segue on into our advertisement. Uh, to the <laughs> we don't our, know what's going on anymore. I don't, I don't know how to phrase words. Oh, that's good. Well, work. I'll I'll phrase them for you. Uh, there's this website called Amazon. Uh, if you uh, if you head over to savagelandpodcast.com, you'll notice a little Amazon banner provided that your uh, uh, ad blocker is turned off. You'll see that little banner, and if you click through, it'll take you to your regular old Amazon marketplace. But the really cool part is that they uh, they send us a small percentage for whatever you buy on the site, and you don't have to spend any more for it. So you can do all your regular holiday shopping like you normally would, uh, but uh, in exchange for uh, for using our little banner, you'll you'll be able to you'll be able to give us all the little little tiny little percentages that Amazon's able to fleck off their skin for us. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Anybody? No, well, here's the th- here's the thing, Jason. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're just flecks of skin. We, yep, we're just flecks of skin in the wind. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're we're all like I've I've been doing shopping for my family for the holidays, and it's like I I just I I have not bought a single thing in an actual store this year. It's all been on Amazon because it's just it's just too convenient. It's you know, 
Like, I'm not I'm not going to a Walmart. I'm never going to step foot in that building ever again. Thanks to our friends at Amazon. Thanks, Amazon. <laughs> You're the greatest. Yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> buy anything in the store. I went with my mom t- to shop, and she bought me things at the store. <laughs> Old people, am I right? <laughs> Old people. But, but, I mean, my shopping was all done on amazon and some other places mine too and so can yours uh if you go to savagelandpodcast.com <laughs> and hit the amazon banner make sure you bookmark it what the fuck <laughs> I, I felt oh, like we I were like having that. a conversation and then he made it all like weird and <laughs> he did i made it well, dirty he, well here's, he did because i was i was on i was on target for my personal birthday announcement Stay on target for an ad, an amazon Stay advertisement on target <laughs> but then i appreciated that dumb joke he made at the end even though he, i don't think you intended it as a joke no you sure i do it so can yours um uh happy birthday matt yeah happy birthday matt <laughs> it's not my birthday yet but that's why you can well it, it, will, why, be. it will it will be, be. on the day this episode comes out yeah. After this episode comes out. Hey, so uh, everybody listening right now, send Matt a uh, a happy birthday tweet at uh, Savage Land Pod. Well, that'd be weird. Yeah, you could try. It. You could do that. That'd be okay. Because I mean, he doesn't have a personal Twitter, so it's like that's that's really the best way to send him send him your happy birthday wishes. That's true, but I won't see it till. No, I'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it for a sec. I, I'm going dark on the internet, guys. Aren't you guys going dark on the internet? Yes. All yeah. those last Jedi spoilers, especially since running rampant. I'm I'm not seeing it until Saturday morning. Oh, so <laughs> I am just <laughs> like even YouTube. I'm not talking to you guys. Aww. I'm not going on Facebook. I'm not going anywhere. Well, we haven't. We have a we have a shared uh, agreement on the Savage Land where our uh, the 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 general conversational chat uh, is off limits to movies until all three of us have seen them. Yes. So that will be honored. So you two can talk we won't even, amongst we yourselves. We won't even say if we liked the movie or not. Yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. No. There's certain movies where I'm like, I don't even want to know if you liked it. Yep. But like Justice League, I don't care. Tell me every single thing that happens. <laughs> like, I don't care. Still go see it. Superman comes back but... from the dead. Steppenwolf oh. has sex with Batman. Hot. Mm. With like... Uh, DC themed dildos. Yeah, hell yeah. One of them's a Green Lantern ring, but it's really long. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I won't tell you which way. Both ways. <laughs> oh, um, man. Wow. Anyway, that 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 that's done with the advertisement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and my birthday announcement, but whatever. Uh oh yeah that's right and your birthday announcement but you know who cares about that I'm just kidding Matt I love you you're the best oh. my birthday announcement should always be overshadowed by advertisements for Amazon.com where you can do all your uh, Christmas not shopping not Amazon.com not Amazon.com SavageLandPodcast.com uh, 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 SavageLand.com with the Amazon with the Amazon banner there you where go. you can get all your holiday shopping needs I can and so can yours there you go yeah you got it uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, maybe, 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 maybe I'll celebrate your birthday with you uh, in person. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll go out for dinner and I'll deliver a gift to you. Maybe, but maybe not. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe I bought your guys's gifts on Amazon. Dot com backslash. Nope, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> also, back, okay. PSA, really quick. It's never a backslash. People, never ever no. in the history of anything has it ever been a backslash. It's always a backslash. Unless. I always put in those backslashes. Unless Ugh. you're on Savage Land. <laughs> Let's just restart. 
All right, it's a, it's a Star Wars special today, guys. We're not talking about The Last Jedi, but The Last Jedi is coming out on the day that this uh, this episode is released. Tonight, if you're listening to it on the right day. If 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 you're listening to it on the wrong day, too late. It's a different day. <laughs> Can't see it anymore. Too late, it's already gone. One day only. But so we, we figured we'd, we'd shine a, a spotlight on the galaxy far, far away. It's a very large and, and far-reaching spotlight. Uh We'd shine a spotlight and just, just talk about some of our favorite stuff, uh, primarily uh, our, our favorite Star Wars comics, um, but also, you know, little 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 anthology stories or, or TV shows or, or even maybe movies. Star Wars makes movies every once in a while. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Should, I mean, I was, I was wondering, should we do a regular catch-up as well, or should we just go all Star Wars all the time today? But, like, all my catch-up is Star Wars, so, except for one thing. Otherwise, yeah. it's all Star Wars. Should we just skip the regular catch-ups? I'm fine with that. What's your call, you Rachel? Rachel, you got a permanent you like button. To talk about Rich. Um, I mean, I did go see a movie. What's the movie you saw? Yeah, let's, like let's we'll, we'll cover that real quick, and then we'll go into. Star oh, Wars. I do want to hear about the movie you saw because I would like to see that movie as well. I went and saw the Disaster Artist. Oh, hey, I saw that too. Yay! Yay! You guys laugh. I laughed so much. I just yeah, cried. Really fun. And I, what? No, I couldn't hear you because oh, Jason was talking. I was making a Wayne's World joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you, you think I of Disaster Artist? I did tear up a little bit. Like, I felt really, really bad for Tommy. And then I got really, really happy for him. <laughs> I, the, so the, the thing that that movie left me with is an overwhelming sense of insecurity uh, that, like, Maybe, maybe you're just not good at the thing you love. Like that was all I could think the entire time. Is like, fuck. What if I suck? Like, what if I'm this guy who's so devoted to doing this one thing and I just suck at it? You know what I mean? I don't know. Did you get that? Um, I get what you're going for, but it also, to me, it felt more just a follow your dreams type story. Mm. Like even though they laughed horribly at this really really bad movie, <laughs> like everybody loves it even mm. for what it is, and they have a lot of fun with it. That's so fair. I mean, even if you suck, I mean, somebody might like it. Even if you suck, somebody might like you. Yeah, somebody out there might like it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't it was... know. I I I loved it. I'm not a huge uh, James Franco fan. Oh, he bothers me a whole lot, actually. Mm-hmm. And I loved him in this. I thought he was amazing. Yeah, he was. I mean, he he really fucking he brought it in this movie. Uh, also weird that this is the first time that James and Dave Franco have acted together. Yeah, and they did really good too. Yeah, like I. And it's it's funny too because they really don't look like brothers enough to like make it weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they but and so like I, I think especially I can't think of a single person who would have been better as Greg Sestero. But yeah, I can't either. And and he did really good too. And they kind of made it a little family affair because uh, Dave Franco's wife played his girlfriend. Wait, hold on. Hold yeah. hold the phone right there. Dave Franco and Allison Brie are dating. They're married. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, they got married a few months ago. Damn it! Here I was, still holding out hope. I'm sorry. Sorry I had to break that to you. Well, oh well. 
<laughs> Allison, if you're if you're listening, I'm still I'll I'll still be waiting. I I think Someday. she's good. I'm sorry. For, <laughs> hey hey, look these Hollywood marriages. You never know. You never know. Um yeah no disaster artist super worth seeing. Uh a twenty four consistently hits it out of the park. Yeah it it was hilarious. Everybody's fantastic in it. It's a really fun, interesting story. I ordered the book, so I'm excited to read that. You'll have to let, you'll have to let I, us know what the book's like. I I just love Tommy Wiseau. I I watched him escape uh, the room themed escape room <laughs> for like an hour, and it was incredible. Like he's just an interesting person, so. I'm curious to learn more about him. Yeah, no, absolutely. He he seems like, and I mean, there there's the thing too. I was really hoping that the movie would answer the questions of where did he get the money from, where is he from, and how old is he? And it doesn't answer a single one of those questions. It doesn't. But I saw James and Tommy on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh yeah, I watched that too. And and Tommy did say that he's from Europe. Yeah, but like, I mean, come on. But that's it. Yeah, like, there's a lot of countries in Europe. But I, I also did read up that, um, what's his name? Greg? Greg Sestero, yeah. Yeah, he did look into Tommy's background more, and it, all the evidence he found was that Tommy's from Poland. Hmm. But Interesting. he's never confirmed anything. He's an enigma wrapped in a shroud inside Pandora's box. Uh... All I all I know is that like he even before making the room had an exorbitant amount of money and I just I am baffled trying to figure out how the hell somebody like comes up with that much money and no one knows their name. Yeah, like there's like reports that he just owned real estate spaces, rented things out. He sold like discounted designer jeans. Oh but my like, god. None of that adds up to him having having five million dollars to make a movie and then still being fine after losing yeah, it. Like yeah, just to make the movie and then have that billboard up for like years. Six years. Yeah. At his expense. <laughs> yeah. I like just fine. I don't understand it. I really just I don't understand a single thing about it. Yeah. Fucking no, crazy. Yeah. Um, and I love it. Yeah, Disaster Artist, <laughs> super worth seeing. Yes. Um, quick, I did want to uh, touch on as well. Um, I also saw a movie, uh, Lady Bird. It's another uh, A24 movie. It right now is still the highest reviewed movie in the history of Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and I went into it because of the reviews were so positive, And I was kind of like, okay, like this is probably going to be one of those fucking hipster ass, like Oscar Beatty, pretentious movies that really wants to show you how artful it is. Um, not that at all. It is like the most, the most human and like just fully transparent, uh, uh, real experience type movie that I've ever seen. Like, it's just about the relationship between a mother and a daughter as the daughter sort of ages out of high school and enters into adulthood and, and is making decisions about who she is. Um, really, really touching. Like I, and I mean, I, I really think super relatable, whether, you know, whether you're a, a guy or a girl or anything in between, um, what your experiences were like with your parents, like, it's just, it's, it's so pure and, uh, 
I don't know, just like crazy touching and, and really hits the emotions. And like none of the characters feel like characters. They all actually feel like real people. Um, it just, I, I, I don't know. I can't speak highly enough of that movie. It deserves all the praise it's getting. It's super, super worth seeing. Nice. I, I have wanted to see it. Hell yeah. And Coco was really good too. It was amazing. Best Pixar movie in like 10 years, but I don't really have anything more to say about it. <laughs> I do want to see that, but I hate seeing children's movie in a theater. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why, though. Because there's children there. Yeah, exactly. Don't want to go to like a place it. where there's children. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, is there? did you have any other catch-up, either of you, that's not Star Wars? Or should we just dive right into the, the old Star Wars time? Do it. Dive, dive, to dive, dive, to do dive, to dive. <laughs> That was a weird diving sound. Star Wars time brought to you by Comic Bento. Go to ComicBento.com. Use the promo code SAVAGE. $5 off your first box. All right, Star Wars. Guys, that was wow. such a fast ad. <laughs> I'll fucking <That>. take it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try from now on. I'm going to try and just like set world records for how fast we can get an ad out of the way. <clears throat> Star Wars. That's my Star Wars how, noise. How do you do Star Wars to Hot Pockets? Star Wars Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. Nope. Force can't. Awakens. Last <laughs> <Best> Jedi. <laughs> New Hope. <laughs> Empire. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Star Wars the Clone Wars. <laughs> Rogue One a Star Wars story. <laughs> All right, we're done, we're done with this. Solo a solo movie. <laughs> Star Wars presents Star Wars Han Solo a solo Han Solo spin-off movie solo. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Brought to you by Red Solo Cups. Um <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? They just have product placement in the Han Solo movie for some dumb reason. Uh, all right, so we've. I mean, all... isn't aren't the, aren't the Star Wars movies just a giant product replacement for the toys? That's true. Actually, yes, that is a good. That's a good point. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, it's so crazy. Like Star Wars doesn't have any ability to have product placement because it's in a galaxy far, far away. And no, fucking, of course, yeah, you're so right. Everything in that movie is a product placement. God damn it. I mean, down to the point where they're like, hey, that guy that was in the background for like eight seconds, <laughs> like, let's name him and make a figure out of him. Well, yeah, yep. it's, it's Plu, Plu, Pluflar Cranklehorn is his name. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a Star yeah, Wars name at all. Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> the worst Star Wars name ever. Mischievous Porlack. There you go. That's There's a Star Wars name. That's much better. Yeah, Porlack is good. Yeah. yeah. I think Mischievous is definitely someone's name in the Star Wars universe. Um, Salacious yeah, Crumb. Like, Mischa, oh, like an Chief. apostrophe. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was writing a I was writing a dumb space comic that I really like, and I named a character apostrophe, but all of the vowels are apostrophized. Ugh, it's oh, great. Abstrof, no. abstrof. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. Um. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we've all been reading so much Star Wars, like new expanded universe stuff uh comics and 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 whatever uh matt since you've read the most let's start off with you what's what's uh what's a big standout that you've been reading lately 
Shit. Um, I I don't know if I have a one big major one that I've been that's been like the this like uh, big standout. Like it all kind of blurred together for me. So I well so here's the thing though. I read Star Wars and Darth Vader all pretty much at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's a big standout there. The Doctor Afro one was really good. Dude, uh, we can't we can't be burning through them like this. We got. I mean, we're, this is an episode about saying. Star Wars. You're comics. asking me like you know, you're trying to get like the one highlight. Uh, I enjoyed the Darth Vader comic. <laughs> well, just like <laughs> let's fucking let's fucking talk about the comics you've been reading. That, that, we're not making a fucking list. You would have seen the face that Matt gave me when he said that. <laughs> like, see, I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now, face. <laughs> That's the don't do this in front of a live studio audience face. Oh my god. Um, no, I would say I would say of all the comics I read, the Darth Vader one's probably the best. And so what? What like you know? Obviously, we're as talking to our listeners. You know, a lot of them probably haven't read it at all. Like where where does the Darth Vader comic pick up? And sort of what's the the overarching story in that series? Yeah, sure. So the so the so the Darth Vader one picks up. Well, they all kind of pick up a little bit after a New Hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. Most of them. Yeah, how do I... Yeah. The first big push of Star Wars comics that came out... Um, was it before or after The Force Awakens? Uh, before. Yeah, so they started coming out a little bit before The Force Awakens. Um, that first whole push was mostly between A New Hope and uh, Empire. Uh, and so Star Wars, the Star Wars run was there. Vader was there. And then they had the Vader Down crossover. Um, I'm pretty sure a couple, bunch of the other ones were too. But... Uh, I, I distinguish. I, I, I'm specifying that because then I also started reading Charles Soule's Darth Vader, which takes place literally at the end of Revenge of the Sith when Emperor Palpatine takes him off the Frankenstein rack. Oh, cool. Um, I think I think they actually like now that they're collecting that one in trades. I think they gave it like a subtitle, so it's not quite as confusing. Uh, okay. Yeah. That so that series is now called uh, Darth Vader: Dark Lord of the Sith. Charles Soule's. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kieran Gillen's is just called Darth Vader. Okay, yeah. So so Kieran Gillen's is yeah between Empire, uh, uh, a New Hope and Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly when. It doesn't really matter. Um, but it just takes off. It takes off with Darth Vader sort of like um, getting it, getting entangled with the rebels trying to steal some stuff from uh, some Imperial shipyard or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sort of his journey. Uh, in 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 dealing with the empire, the emperor, and the emperor sort of like challenging Darth Vader every step of the way. Darth Vader learning who learning that the 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 person, the kid who blew up the Death Star is Luke Skywalker, his son, mm-hmm. and then sort of him trying to capture Luke Skywalker uh, using Dar- using Doctor Afra and Triple uh, Zero uh, uh, tr- and. Uh, What's the other droid's name? What's the protocol droid? BT. BT. Yeah. Um, sort of as uh, this kind of like little like henchman side characters off of it, and it's 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 so good. It's so much fun. How so? How many issues did uh, did Kieran Gillen's Darth Vader end up going? Thirty. Thirty. And did it take it all the way up to like where Empire Strikes Back starts, or like how? Oh, it, it leaves it pretty vague still. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't really quite specify there when it takes off, but it's it's got to be pretty close because it's you know they're 
it's you know because when Empire Strikes Up, we we see Vader. He's on the, the that capital ship, and they're sending off probe droids to search for the rebels, right? Mm-hmm. It kind of touches that a little bit, but it's yeah, it, it's 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 somewhat vague. It's the same with the Star Wars run itself, which isn't which I'm actually not 100 percent done with yet, but. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. Um, uh, but was, no, it it, yeah. it introduces Doctor Afra, which I think we can all agree is one of the best new characters to come out of this expanded universe comics. Yes. Uh, she's just amazing. She's just like Laura Croft, Indiana Jones, space archaeologist turned evil, uh, bounty hunter thing person. Yes, with murderous with, droids, with murder bots, and so she are, and she eventually she eventually gets like a, a spinoff series at some point. Yes. And how yes, many how many issues is uh, is Doctor Afra in now or out? How many how many what? How many oh, issues? The, I don't know because it's uh, again I'm the problem with I have a little bit of a problem here because I'm six months behind everything. Yeah, because you're on Marvel up. Unlimited. With Marvel Unlimited, yeah, same uh, here. There so, was I, I only read through six, uh-huh. and then it gets into the Screaming Citadel. Yeah, and, you and it says number you... seven is Doctor Afra, but then there's the three of the Screaming Citadel. Yeah, and so you should read the Star Wars comic before Screaming Citadel because they that's the they, oh, okay. those, they're the two that overlap. Okay. Um. So but, was there was there like a a certain arc in Darth Vader that that stood out at all, or is it all kind of a blur? No, it's not a blur. There's the the there's one arc where Darth Vader like goes to this underground mining town and like like has there's all this like political stuff with the queen and these rebellious factions and stuff and that was a snooze fest. Uh, <laughs> it got a little too trade negotiation-y for me. <laughs> but no, I would say absolute highlight of it is definitely the Vader down crossover. Mm. Uh, which you read, right, Jay? Yeah, I did read that one and I I fucking loved it. It's incredible. So yeah. It's so good. It's got. The, here's the thing. Here's why I like the Darth Vader comic so much. Because Darth Vader is the sort of this, the iconic vi- villain that we all love, right? Of course. But it, except in the Rachel, movies, she hates him. Rachel hates Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, no, he was my favorite when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, he's Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, but that's why the comics are so great because it really gives a lot of life to Darth Vader, but in not not in a way that changes his character. Like he's still Darth Vader. Mm. Uh, but a little bit of kind of push to push towards like you can see a little bit more of his ambition. You can see a little bit more of like why an empire does he decide to try to go against the emperor and and get, recruit Luke to, you know, to, to, to take him over. So you, there's a lot of growing resentment you can see in Darth Vader for the emperor hmm. as the comic progresses. So you can see a little bit more depth there. Um, and I don't know. It's just it's just it's just. There's a lot of stuff that they never really did with Darth Vader in the original movies, probably just due to imagination. I don't know, or just like budget. I don't I, like. For example, there's a there's a scene in Vader Down where it's Vader. The reason it's called Vader Down is he's his ship crashes on this planet, mm-hmm. and there's a scene on the planet him standing outside his busted spaceship, surrounded by rebels, and they're all pointing guns at him. And there's like a hun- hundreds of rebels, all sort of like in this like on the rim of this valley, all pointing down at the Darth Vader. And then the next couple pages are just him just kicking the shit out of everybody. And it's fucking amazing. Um, that that's what I love is when they actually show how powerful exactly. he is. Because yeah. I feel that like that was kind of lost in the original trilogy. Yeah, and it, it, just because, and I think that's why it, they didn't really have any. I mean, like you know, he's powerful. Yeah, 
and he can like choke people from across spaceships mm. and stuff. Like that's cool, but like yeah, you never really get to see him. Like I think that's why in Rogue One when he shows up and he just yep. yeah, it's my favorite part. Exactly. That's, that's what I was about to mention too, and and that was you know when we talked about Rogue One, that was kind of a thing that we mentioned is like that scene in Rogue One reminded you know at least for me like reminded me so much of what of of what we're talking about in Vader down when he just comes in and just yeah. destroys an entire like battalion of rebels. Oh, it's it's so cool and so. Yeah, it's just awesome. So that Vader down is super great. Um, um and, but there's and, all sorts of yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, you're good. I was just gonna. I was just gonna. Like, I, I was kind of gonna transition into the next uh, part. So go ahead and you can say what you wanted. Oh, the other things. The, I just want to mention a couple other characters that stood out to me in the in the Vader series. Yeah. Um, one of them is Kersantan, this giant black Wookiee who then becomes Doctor Aphra's sort of like sidekick. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. So Kersantan's super cool. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, I, I am, I'm, I'm kicking myself. I can't remember his name right now. Car- Captain Carbon or something. He's oh. a Mon Calamari mm-hmm. who's in like General Grievous's body, the robot body. Huh. Yeah. Uh, and he's super Commander Carbon or something like that. It's something like that. Yeah. Anyway, I'll look it up. Yeah. He's super cool. Fights with lightsabers and takes on Darth Vader and does a pretty solid job of like holding his own. Hmm. Um. So that's just awesome like i like malin calamari to begin with um general grievous was like almost really cool but just didn't quite make it there and yeah. this is like perfect little melding right there <laughs> yeah. and i think what they're trying to i think what they're doing is saying like the grievous body armor the grievous sort of like exoskeleton or whatever um uh, is sort of a generic exoskeleton that is not limited to just general grievous so they had yeah to put them on this that's really cool actually really cool yeah, this is uh, it's yeah, Commander Carbon, spelled K A R B I N, for those who feel like w- Wikipediaing him. Yeah, he's I I I think he's one of the coolest characters. Um, and these are all these. So the Emperor has, you know, he's got Darth Vader, but he's also got six other, like five or six other, like sort of like potential apprentices or like other like big heavy hitters mm-hmm. that he's lined. So Darth Vader sort of competing against all these guys throughout, and that's super fun and. Carbon's one of them, and then there's some other ones that are some of them are more memorable, but memorable than others. But Carbon's the my big takeaway from yeah, that. Yeah, Carbon was awesome, super cool. Um, um and so I'm uh, I'm curious because you you said you you have read a bit of Charles Soule's Vader at this point. I read issue one. Okay. Um, uh, it's very brief. It takes it starts up right after, like literally at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And then and then leads into the emperor sort of talking to him and kind of like kind of getting him getting him up to speed a little bit and then um, uh, sending him on his first quest to go uh, make his red lightsaber. Okay. And how so for you was it because I know obviously you got a lot of hangups with uh, with the prequels was its yeah. closeness to the prequels uh, a hindrance at all for you or do you think it, it was it was pretty enjoyable? It, it was enjoyable. It doesn't feel prequely at all. And it really sort of like, it doesn't, it, it, there's a little bit of stuff in there about the Padme thing and whatever, like that's fine, but it's, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't lean into that. And it leans a hundred percent into Darth Vader is born, so to speak. And let's follow his Darth Vader's journey, not fucking Anakin's journey, Darth Vader's journey. Mm. Yeah, um, that's great. And it's it's yeah, and I mean Charles Soule, man, he's so good. Yeah, uh, and the art's super good. I, I unfortunately I can't remember who the artist is right now, but oh, you you know the artist actually. 
I know I do. I just can't remember the name. It's uh, Giuseppe Comunicoli who did uh, Green yes, Valley. That's right. And he also did a bunch of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so, no, I, I, you know, so I don't know. I, I think that's what's, that's one of the funnest things about, you know, I think we can, we'll probably get into it more as we just continue to go down the yeah. road of all these awesome Star Wars comics, but why the extended, expanded universe Star Wars comics are so great, uh, because you can do so much more. Yeah. Dude, who is, uh, who is moving around like crazy over there with their mic? No. Oh, we're, just a, mic down. we're just uh, having a party. Just having a party time. Um, yep. But no, I, to- I totally agree. Like the the Star Wars comics of any comic out there, like mainstream comics over the last, you know, three, four years since they've been making them have been so consistently great. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, granted, there's a couple arcs that are a little bit worse than the others. And the, uh, as mentioned earlier, the Princess Leia run was not great. We didn't we didn't mention that on the show. That was just a no, not on the show. And yeah, as personally. <laughs> we mentioned yeah um well so rachel you've been you've been reading quite a few as well uh what for you has been your sort of big standout series dr afra Ooh. so so now dr afra being a spinoff of of darth vader like what's the what's her series like about what's her sort of objective there and, and where does it kind of spin out of well so sorry i'm gonna jump in real quick just to clarify one thing okay dr afra is technically a spinoff of star wars because She's exited the Darth Vader comic by the point that then she's exited the Darth Vader run. She's mm-hmm. picked up in the Star Wars run, and then there's the spinoff. Gotcha. Yes. If you want to get really technical <laughs> with it? <you> <laughs> so, so what's it? What's it all about, Rachel? Like, what's her? What's her whole thing? Um, she is just doing her archaeology thing, but mm-hmm. she's basically stealing stuff and selling it to pay off her debts. Mm. Kind of like a. Han Solo esque type <laughs> character, uh-huh. like she's smuggling and stealing, but she's still like, well, I'm an archaeologist, I'm a doctor, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. But actually, her doctor title license gets revoked <laughs> okay. by her dad, <laughs> and so it kind of forces them to team up to find some ancient. Jedi's wait forces her and her dad to team up or forces her and yeah her... huh okay. yeah her and her dad because he wants to go find some ancient Jedi temple which is cool because it confirms some of the old Republic stuff oh yeah, yeah. It, it's really cool and their dynamic together is really awesome because I mean it, it kind of ends up being a little Jin Urso esque as well okay but um, it's still really fun and funny and interesting. Like all the old Jedi stuff is really, really cool. Uh-huh. And there's some, you know, big twists and everything. And yeah, her droids are amazing. Like I laughed so hard because they, they just want to kill everybody. Like they walk by them and they're like, we could have killed that guy. And it's so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They just want to murder, and it, it's hilarious. Yeah. Now those are those two droids are probably my, maybe probably are my favorite of the new characters. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> They're so good. They're so good together, and like when BT kills somebody, and what's his name is like, yeah, he's like, yeah, being dead will slow them down. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
it, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, yeah. is there like a is there a primary villain in that series at all? Yeah. 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 And who the, like what's um, what's the villain's deal? What's the It's the it's the woman, it's the Imperial officer. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. She's like a she's like a uh uh she's like a uh sort of like a dishonored imperial officer trying to like regain her credit. Yeah. Oh, so is she like trying to bring Dr. Afra in to like get sort of her reputation yeah. back? Yeah. Well, well they run into each other on a uh, Yavin 4. Yeah. Ah. The so old it, fateful it takes Yavin place 4. After the yeah. Death Star's blown up and all that. Yeah, so the Death Star's blown up. The rebels have left Yavin 4, and the Imperials have taken it over, searching the, for any sort of like signs as to where they would have gone next. Yeah. Which is Hoth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they have to go to Yavin 4 because it is an ancient Jedi temple. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. It, huh. It's just really cool. It's cool, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, what I, like, that's why I'm having so much fun reading it, too, is it's like it really is filling up all the, it's like filling all the space in, but really well. Huh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Except maybe Princess Leia. Unfortunately. Which... But she's great in the Star Wars. So, uh, just the main just Star the series? Wars run. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I did not enjoy that spin-off. Yeah. After... For, for it, was as... pretty, it was pretty boring. It's boring. It's not great. For as great as Mark Wade is as a writer, uh, in recent years, like his, his stuff has definitely been super hit or miss for me. Like the, the good stuff is like really, really good, but then there's a lot of just like super boring whatever stuff. Like his Avengers, yeah. I just really haven't gotten into. Um, yeah, uh, unfortunately, Princess Leia was pretty boring. Yeah. yeah, I see what he was going for, and I kind of like the legacy that they were trying yeah. to go with, and like you know that she's the that she's the uh, the daughter of Amidala, and that you know all that kind of stuff, and like that's I see what he's going for, which just I didn't feel like it worked out so well. Mm. Yeah. Um, but you read the thing what Jason and I have been trying to get you to read for so long. <laughs> The Lando's miniseries. Yes. How did you feel about the Lando miniseries? It was okay. What? I, d- <laughs> I didn't love it. Damn. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You didn't. I'm sorry. You didn't get those. You didn't get those tears looking at uh, Lobot and seeing his whole story. That was really sad. Yeah, that that was horrible. It's, it's so. It's 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 like heartwarming in a weird way though like it's i don't know it's just touching yeah yeah but i mean just overall yeah I get, I, it, I, i'm with you there it's it not. was it was just it was slow yeah mm. so i yeah i just didn't love it we just wanted you to get the lobot thing that's really all we were going yeah for. I, I loved that <laughs> part of it i loved lobot yeah I was I was definitely higher on uh, on the lando series than you are but i i can i can see where you're coming from it totally it totally like struck every chord that I was looking for a Lando series to strike, uh, but I can see why you didn't I, get it. It's good as what it is. I'm just saying for me personally, yeah, yeah. since it is kind of a slower paced story, sure. I just didn't love it as much. But That's it fair. is good. What does? What else did you read? I read C3PO. I didn't read that one. Is it good? It's the one where you find out how he got his red arm. Oh, no, I didn't yeah. read that one. How did he get his red arm? It it was actually, like, really sad, you guys. Oh, okay, wait. <laughs> yeah, don't tell us then, because I want to read it. And isn't it like, isn't it only just, like, a one-shot, right? Like, isn't it only, like, 30 pages yeah, or something? It's just, yeah, it's one, just one. It's just, like, 30 pages. But, I mean, I, I do highly recommend reading it, because by the end of it, 
I was just like, oh my God, like that is just so sad and sweet and amazing. <laughs> and I, I loved it. The art is like kind of funky, kind of psychedelic looking. Oh. So it, I wasn't quite sure if I loved it, but huh. yeah, by the end of it, I was like, I just love this whole thing. It nice. was really good. That's awesome. Huh. But yeah, it, it'll like really pull at your heartstrings okay. on how we got that arm. I like it. <laughs> wow. Um, I've been, uh, I've been reading Poe Dameron. Yeah. So I started Poe Dameron. Okay. I only got two or three issues in and I think that we're going to have a civil war moment here, Jason. Oh boy. Um, oh boy. I don't like the art. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? I mean, like I know he's, that's Noto, right? Phil Noto? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I just, I, it's something that's off about it for me. Interesting, because yeah, I like the art is my favorite part of the posters. They actually they switch artists around, uh, like issue fifteen or something like that. I think after the first like two and a half trades, um, and I I actually really like the new artist a lot too. But I I mean I I love Phil Noto's art. I think there's something about it that's just so it's like stylized, but he also has like this really kind of cool, uh, like weird sort of oil paint looking. Uh, coloring, it's all digital, but I don't know. I, I love the art. I, I, I can see though why it might not, why it might not appeal to everyone. But that's it's funny yeah. that that that's like what you don't like about it because that's my favorite part about it. No, that's why I said Civil War moment. But I, but otherwise the story's cool. I like it. I like, uh, I like sort of that, getting a little bit more info about uh, Poe. It's a great character. Totally, he's he's an amazing character. And I mean, what I've liked about the series too is that. Uh, Leia, General Leia, is is involved quite a bit throughout the series um, and sort of talking to him. And so you get some great character building with her and kind of where she's at in between Return of the Jedi and kind of leading into um, uh, The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah, because yeah, the entire, so the entire Poe Dameron series, which is still going, uh, takes place before The Force Awakens, at least thus far. Yes. Yeah, um, I imagine we'll stop before The Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured they might, like, maybe they'll skip Force Awakens and sort of uh, continue. Actually, no, since Last Jedi takes place right after Force Awakens, then maybe they won't do anything in between the two. You know, I do want to say one thing, which is one thing I'm, the, something that I'm really happy about with all these Star Wars comics is they're in, they're, they're, they're not ongoings. Mm. Um, Except the main Star Wars title. Sure. But even at that, it's still like, it's, 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 um, it's not doing the superhero thing where it's just like, go for fucking ever and then just see what happens. Yeah. You know, because of the limitations with the films and stuff, they're, they're just trying to do more. It's more sort of like, you know, sh- sh- shorter style character driven stories. And I just I don't know. There's something I really appreciate about that. Yeah, I like that, too, because it also it also gives so much room to, like, expand the universe by finding sort of characters to explore and do fun things with. Um Totally. And that's what I like. It's like, you know, you do your six issues of Lando and maybe someday somebody else does another Lando series. Uh, and it, 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 right. And it's not it may probably it, it might not even, you know, it's it might not it, it probably won't interfere because, you know, like, for example, the Han Solo, uh, the five issue Han Solo by Marjorie Liu. Yeah. Yeah. Takes place over like, I don't know, less than a week. Totally. Oh, yeah. If that. Yeah. So it's like. You're, there's so much that's still opening. You're not covering too much ground. You're just telling real intricate character uh, development stuff. Yeah, totally. And that's why, like, I really, I, I, 
seriously hope that uh, as they keep going with these Star Wars series, I hope that they just like explore in a way like some of the inconsequential characters from the movies. I mean, I know that's just like the the super easy thing to do with Star Wars properties, but like it would be awesome to get sort of a Tales from Moss Eisley Cantina type thing or, you know, like get a, a freaking Greedo series or, you yeah. know, or, or Boss yeah. or someone like that, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, I, I also just want to go on the record and say that I really like the art in this Poe Dameron. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just, I love I, Phil Noto. I, I love it, and it's making me, like, really want to read it because I, I didn't start it because oh. there were so many, and I'm like, oh, I don't have time yeah. to get into that right now. You should. And no, it, it looks no, you should, really you should, good. Yeah. You should absolutely read it. The story is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to now. And I mean, if you like, if you look at Phil Noto's Instagram and stuff, like he he also does these really really cool um like retro superhero pieces where it's like he does these pieces that look as if they were taken by a photographer of superheroes back in like the '60s, and so they've got like this really cool retro vibe to them, and they're like border like they I, it's just it's it's so fucking cool like a bunch of like candid Fantastic Four just like having drinks and talking to each other and whatnot but so- from the perspective of like a photographer for like you know the new york times or something sure. uh I, I love noto and there's another star wars series that he did that i'll talk about later um but poe dameron basically it's it's uh general leia sending poe on sort of the mission to try and find um what's his what's the guy's name uh from- lars lars venteca there you go yeah lars venteca um trying to find him so that he can get you know the the map to luke skywalker or whatever um along the way there's this really really awesome um empire villain that that or sorry first order villain that that sort of comes into play and is the main antagonist throughout the series uh named Terex. um and he is he's one of my favorite villains that has ever been established in any star wars canon uh he's just so like sorry lore santeca Lor Santeca. Um but uh this this Terex guy like he the I think honestly the Poe Dameron series if if nothing else is super worth reading just for this villain cuz he is the best and he keeps recurring and coming back in these unique ways and like um and it really like the Poe Dameron series more than anything else it uh shows a lot of like what's happened in the galaxy after the empire fell um and how that's affected both the imperials and the people in like the uh you know the former rebellion or in the new republic um it's just i don't know it's it's super fun and like you know like we said that at least in my opinion the art is fantastic um but yeah terex is is one of my favorite star wars characters now and i can't wait to read the next issue of poe just to well like he kind of has a an interesting uh sort of conclusion to his story uh, a couple issues ago um Uh But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's he's just great. He's a great character. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep reading it. I'm reading all of them. I'm reading everything. <laughs> <laughs> Add a boy. Uh, just yeah, everything. Yeah. All of them. Um, Everything's. I, I honestly, I tried to pace myself because I plan to binge everything after <laughs> I see the movie. So you can still go in I, kind of fresh. Yeah, I want to go in really fresh and just enjoy it and then just do Star Wars everything. Yeah, that makes um, sense. I didn't do that. But you know, what I did, you know what I did do is I sort of I turned everything else off. Mm. So I've just, yeah. 
you know, I mean, I think I started this Star Wars per the Star Wars dive into comics was that probably five, four, four months ago, mm-hmm. in, in in anticipation of doing yeah. comics. Um, but I stopped reading anything else, but mostly. I mean, I've read some other comics here and there, but some other image stuff. But I like Marvel. Nope, none. Yeah, but I Marvel you. sucks. Marvel sucks right now. Anyway. Yeah, Mar- there's there's like <laughs> three good series at Marvel uh, currently, but. Yeah, I'm not- I'm not reading any of them. We'll see if the new editorial changes that. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't speak highly, more highly of of Podammer and stuff. Uh, what's uh, what's one of the other series that you've been reading, Matt? That kind of stands out to you? Um, I'm going down my list here, and my list is the Wikipedia list of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I can't remember them all. Actually, uh, before before we talk about your next comic, I did because you also read. Um, uh, Star Wars from a certain point of view. Yeah, but I don't want to dive into that quite yet. Okay, that's fine. Uh, well, let's just get through the comics first here. Because um, I did. Uh, so, uh, I started Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I Colin Bunn. Yeah, didn't get super far into it, but it was what what I read was really cool. Hmm. Um, and I could not tell you what it's about at this point. I just remember enjoying it. <laughs> I, I did look at that and thought, Oh, that, that's kind of cool that yeah. there's a comic I mean, of that. Like, again, yeah. it's just like the rest, five issues. Yeah. Yeah. And Colin uh, Bunn usually does a pretty decent job. Oh, yes. yeah. And the art was really cool. I remember the art being really cool. Um, no, I really liked The Han Solo by Marjorie Liu. Mm. Uh, I read that and one, the, too. The, the, and the premise there is that um, they need to go, they need to find, the rebels need to find this informant or something. Yeah, They so they have, uh, there's like three informants. Okay. That all I was just I was just trying to help and fill in. Yeah, go ahead. I just said uh, like there's there's like three informants and they all have like certain parts of uh, this information on um, what was the the main objective after it like it wasn't it wasn't the Death Star because they just destroyed that but it was like some sort of information about the Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And so they send them on this. Um, they send them to go to the, the space race. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the world, like you know, kind of like the Kessel Run type of deal, yeah, where you see this like ultra dangerous space race with all these other competitors, where it's either you win or you die, basically. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like super extreme uh, uh, Le Mans for those those racing fans out there, or Le Mans if you're French. There you go. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, that's exactly what it is, and it's just it's really cool because it's you get a little, and it's just. It's just solo, right? It's not like there's like Luke's not there, Leia's not there, all the rest of the side characters Chewie's aren't there. there. It's just Chewie's there, right? But um, it's not. Uh, it's just him and it's Chewie. Just him and Chewie, kind of just doing what they would be doing anyway. Yeah, yeah, doing like, like a... this, this this daredevil race, uh, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of. And Marjorie Liu is just. I don't think any of us can speak highly enough of um, her ability to craft. Oh, she's yeah. really good story. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's amazing. Like she's she like her and like Donnie Cates and and there's like a couple of other people who are just like the the best sort of new talent in uh in comic book writing right now and and they're uh you know and both of them coincidentally enough are writing like the few good books at Marvel right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but it's great because it's 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 a lot of fun because it's all like it's all these cool new spaceships and all these weird new alien species that have all these very unique attributes and um and this one's only the five five issues issues? okay yeah it's great it's it's awesome yeah and it's it's fun getting to see uh 
you know, more of that sort of Han Solo in this role where he's like, he's, he's living his life as this outlaw, but he's still like doing sort of like this undercover, you know, covert thing and helping the rebellion. Uh, but, but, you know, in a way that only Han Solo can. And so you get to see both sides of him, both sort of like the heroic, uh, you know, like, you know, the sort of heroic side that we see in the movies where he's helping out the rebellion, but there's also quite a bit of his sort of just like, you know, uh, not so not so heroic sort of scoundrelly side and and i don't know it's it's just cool to see uh, both of those kind of come together yep i agree um <clears throat> uh you know and just touch on other st- other ones that i've read the star wars shattered empire mm. uh picks up right after return of the jedi that one was kind of fun uh it's fun. Not great. Not terrible. Yeah. I, I did wonder about that. because yeah, it's I, reading. It's just it's okay. kind of fun to see. It just sort of, it sets a couple sort of stepping that's, stones towards that's, The Force Awakens. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's on the road to The Force Awakens, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Just kind of gives like a couple of little background details about uh, yeah. certain characters. It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's entirely necessary or anything, but yeah. I mean, if you're going down the list of things you should read of all the comics and things you could skip, that's, I'd say that you could probably skip that one. Yeah, unless you really, really want to know stuff about uh, the, sort of the new generation of characters, then maybe. But right. story, story-wise, it's not really going to be super consequential. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the uh, Chewbacca miniseries, unfortunately, I didn't think was that good. Oh, I love it so far. I'm, I'm only you? two issues in, but I really like it. Okay. And that's also uh, art by Phil Noto. Yeah. Um, it's about Chewie, and he like he's on this planet, and he like, kind of forms this relationship with this little girl. It's, it's cute. It's fun. I, I don't hate it. I enjoy yeah, it was, reading it. See, I, 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 I don't know if that sounds very interesting yeah. to me. It was see. Well, so he's not he's not fully like selling it. He so he he gets to this planet, <laughs> and there's this girl okay. who's like basically. Uh, uh, I need to sell these things better. Well, so, uh, he, yeah, it's, Matt. Jeez. Like it's. I just, I, I, no, I was sorry. I was just doing a over getting into some overview stuff. So yeah. Um, go ahead he's i mean he he gets to this planet and basically like there's this girl who's who's essentially like a uh her and her dad are almost slaves like they're forced to work for this you know mining tycoon or whatever to pay off a debt that they're never going to pay off um and she manages to escape and through a set of circumstances encounters chewy um and then sort of basically enlists chewy's help in exchange she will help him like fix his ship or or whatever um she enlists his help to try and you know free her and her family uh from this evil mining tycoon guy that's like got to deal with the empire um and she's just like this super spunky little kid and chewie gets to you know sort of play hero and and there's kind of that really fun interplay where you don't know what the hell chewie's saying most of the time uh i don't know i really liked it and and again the phil noto art is fantastic and jerry duggan wrote it and i i love me some jerry duggan so it's fun yeah yeah anyway uh i did not read captain phasma i did not either i could not find it oh yeah it's not not, it's not on unlimited yet yeah Yeah. it's still kind of new um i do want to read it though yeah i'll 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 read it yeah i'll be Uh, i'll be reading it too i was actually i I, dang it i thought rachel was going to otherwise i would have uh more aggressively sought it out yeah no it wasn't on there so yeah i would have i I, I could dang it i would have bought it on comiXology or something if i had known Oh well, I had I I did not read. Well, I read maybe one or two of Kanan. Oh yeah, dude, Kanan. I've I've heard really good things about Kanan. Yeah, um, 
but I can't speak to it. Didn't you? Well, didn't you read some of Kanan like a, like a year or so ago? Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, that's what I mean. Like forever ago. So I can't. I don't remember, and I I can't speak to it. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, I remember. I think I remember it being pretty cool, though. Yeah, I remember. I remember you speaking highly with, of it. it yeah, because it it deals with Kanan and his sort of uh, escape from the Jedi from Order sixty six. Oh, cool! So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. Um, yeah, I've heard, I've heard super great things about Kanan as a series, like from you and from other people. I'm looking forward to the Thrawn series a lot. Oh shit! They're doing a Thrawn series. I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't Thrawn, know that. The Thrawn series uh, will be debuting in February. Shit! Yeah. <laughs> Pretty stoked about that. Who's writing that? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, Jody Hauser. That's awesome. Yeah, Jody Hauser's oh. a, she's a she's a good writer. Yeah. Um let's see what else. Uh the only other one I think you can speak to more than I can, Jay, is the Obi Wan and Anakin. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I loved Obi Wan and Anakin. It's another Charles Soul series. Um which I mean that's what, his fourth, fifth series that he's written in the Star Wars uh line now? Yeah, he's got a bunch. Guys all over the place. He his his like work balance is I'm super jealous of how much he's able to write. Um yeah, Obi-Wan and Anakin's great. Basically, uh so the story kicks off it's in between uh episode 2 and episode 3. Or no, episode 1 and episode 2, sorry. Uh it's kind of like in the middle of when Obi-Wan is sort of training Anakin and he's still uh like a Padawan. Maybe he's just barely a Jedi Knight or no, he's still a Padawan. Um Yeah. And uh, Anakin has actually kind of decided that he's going to leave the Jedi Order. He just, you know, he thinks that it's it's not for him. And he's kind of like, you know, had a, had a bit of, of talking with Palpatine and, and all this stuff. Like, he just, he really just doesn't think that the Jedi Order is right for him. Uh, so he, like, gives up his lightsaber uh, to Obi-Wan and, and basically quits. Um, and then Yoda, well, I guess, yeah, that, there's some things that are revealed later. But um, they end up, they through various uh means they end up stranded on this uh like long abandoned planet that's thought to be dead um and through some sort of circumstances they they end up getting dragged into a uh kind of war that's going on between two different sides of the indigenous population uh who both think that the other side kind of killed the planet uh when it was initially thought dead and so it's all these like survivors and stuff and ends up being a really cool story just about kind of like the cost of war and definitely a bit of a commentary on like the whole Iraq situation. Um, but it was, it was a really cool way of looking at like Obi-Wan's relationship with Anakin and, and sort of uh, his, his kind of conflicted feelings there. Yeah. Um, hmm. Really fun series. I mean, it's like four or five issues. Uh, and I think just a great character piece that doesn't get bogged down in prequels garbage. Right. I, I I do agree with that. Yes, it does. It just sits with their relationship, and that's about it. Yeah, there's an, it. Do, yeah, so it doesn't involve itself in the greater like scheme of things. Right, and I and that's that's that that in and of itself is is cool. But yeah, no, I I, I didn't I didn't I didn't finish it, so I got that going for me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't start it. Yeah, yeah. I thought the last issue was two, really cool. I think I read two issues. Hmm. Uh, I think that's it, though. I think that yeah. covers all, other than the main uh, titular Star Wars series. Yeah, and I think we'll we'll touch on that too um, in a bit. But what's uh, what else did you read, Rach? That that's all I read. Ah, oh, gotcha. 
Cool. Well, so uh, Matt, then since you've you've kind of taken the entire journey, um, on the uh, you know the Star Wars main series, has there been a certain arc? Obviously, Vader down. You talked about stood out a lot to you. Um, but I'm curious, like a about if there was a certain arc that stood out, but also be just like, you know, different characters or sort of ways that it expanded, like the greater mythology, of the star Wars universe that you've really found to be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, specific arc. I don't think I can, I don't, I don't, there's not one I can pick. There's a couple of things that have stood out in the sense of, uh, so, uh, here on the show we did, I, 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 I posited a, or I posed the, uh, issue of the week as, uh, this the Star Wars comic issue where it's uh, this like this elite stormtrooper squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do come back later on. We had we were sort of on the fence of whether or not they came back. They do come back, and it's really awesome when they do. Hmm. Um, uh, in a nutshell, the rebels steal a star destroyer, and then that elite stormtrooper squad shows up to try to take the star destroyer back. Hmm. That sounds cool. It's really cool. So there's it's that's a lot of fun right there, and I'm kind of right in the midst of that right now. Um, that's fucking awesome. But what, one thing I really liked, uh, it's still tying into those same st- stormtroopers is, um, there's a whole arc at the beginning where Luke, uh, gets captured by Gardula, the hut. I think it's Gardula. And then he's forced to fight in these death pits and he gets trained by this guy who's actually an Imperial undercover dude. Who's, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the, main, the main guy. Yeah. Yeah. Main stormtrooper from that series. Um, but what I like so much about that is it gives Luke training. Mm. Uh, and that's I think that's really important that he gets some of that. Um, another thing I really like is Luke finds Obi Wan's uh, sort of diary of his time on Tatooine. Oh God, that issue it's, is so good. It's so, well, there's a bunch of them though. There's a bunch of like Luke reading Obi Wan's journals, and oh, that really? issue is yeah, and that issue is Obi Wan. It's like it's like uh, it's just a one issue of Obi Wan doing his thing mm. huh. on Tatooine, but it they work it into the overarching story as well. Huh. Yeah. And so that's really cool. And then you get a little bit more sense there. And there's a Yoda sort of like a, there's a th- three or four issue Yoda arc where Yoda gets stuck on this planet and has to help these people. Like he tries to help these people sort of stop this war between these two factions. Um, and then with, there's way more than that that goes on, but it's really cool. Sort of just like, brief moment with yoda oh that's how it ties in in obi-wan's journal he's obi-wan is writing in his journal this story of yoda and why it was important to him but we in the comics read yoda's story oh that's really cool it's really cool that sounds way cool um so that's what i like about the star wars main line is it's like yeah it follows luke and leia and han and chewie and the droids and all that through between a new hope and Empire Strikes Back, but there's all these they work, they figure out ways to work in a side, so all these other really popular characters Obi-Wan and then Yoda and uh, maybe that's it, but it's very cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so do you want to talk about uh, uh, from a certain point of view now? Yes. Yeah, I think that's a good time to jump in there. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay, so um, I actually have some pretty, I have, a, I have a here's my fun anecdote with it, so Leading up to uh, the Last Jedi, I'm watching. Uh, I'm just sort of like Star Wars everythinging right now. Yeah. Um. So I watched Rogue One, and then I was like, "Well, I should, maybe I'll watch A New Hope." 
and then Empire, and then Jedi, and then Force Awakens, and then let, you know just kind of do the just do the run. Yeah. Um, but then you sent you sent me this. I had no idea this book existed, and you were like, "Hey, you guys should check this out." And I ran out that day and bought it. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like an hour and a half later. Like after I after I just mentioned <laughs> the book, Matt sends a picture to our group chat that's just the book sitting on his table. Yeah. Well, like, I mean. Huh. But it's exact. It, it works in perfectly because I was like, well, yeah, I want to watch. I want to kind of go back through again. Um, but I'm just sort of like, give me, give, feed me, feed me Star Wars. I don't care what it is. <laughs> and why it works so well is so this book is, um, it's like a twentieth or sorry, a fortieth anniversary celebration of A New Hope, mm-hmm. told by the perspective of background characters, huh. like the stormtrooper that stuns princess Leia or the Jawas that collect R2D2 or, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, uh, the, one of them that I thought was particularly powerful was there's a conversation between Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon at the sand crawler while Luke runs off to find his aunt and uncle dead at the har- farmstead. Oh, that's, that's really uh-huh. cool. Who did that that's one? Really? Uh, that's, I don't remember who wrote that one. Is this like a novel yeah, or it's a, like a like a, a book book? Yeah, it's a, oh, it's an anthology novel, okay. and the cool thing about it is that each story is written by another writer or writers. So like Matt Fraction and Kelly Sue DeConnick did one. Um, yeah. Which um, I'm reading right now. That's kind of hard to get through, but ah. Uh, uh, so so go ahead. Obi Wan is written by Claudia Gray. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's uh. Yeah, I think Charles Soule wrote one in here. Will yeah. Wheaton wrote one in here. Charles uh, Soule, Will Wheaton, uh, Griffin McElroy wrote one. Greg Rucka. Gillen. Yeah, Kieran Gillen. I mean, um, there's like novelists and comic book writers and screenwriters and like comedians. Like, ben, ben Acker and Ben Blacker wrote one. Oh, cool. Um, our 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 dear 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 favorite Chuck Windig even wrote one. <laughs> oh no, is it from his weird perspective too? It's, like yeah he yes it's by his weird thing although the story that he tells is really good okay uh and it's it's like it's kind of muddled up by like chuck windig's shitty writing yeah but the story itself is super cool so it's about the bartender at the cantina Ooh. and you know and i mean what do we know just about polishing glasses and he and he doesn't like droids right yeah, yeah. and he tells this whole backstory of the bartender survived an attack by the droid army during the Clone Wars Ooh. and has like PTSD about droids. And it's this whole thing. And it's like, shit, that's pretty cool. Like it's, you that know, that does sound cool. I'm going to have to buy that. It's worth it. It's totally <laughs> worth it. And so, so I'm, 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 I'm reading this instead of watching A New Hope. Oh, nice. Because it's basically watching A New Hope. Yeah. From a different point of view. Yeah. Uh, from, from a, a certain point, point of, of view. And it's really fun. It's totally fun. I mean, you're right. Griffin McElroy's story about the Jawas is awesome. It's so good, man. I like that. That story just gave me a little smile. That was the only one I read, actually, because I saw his name and I was like, what? No shit. Uh, And I had to just like read it right there. But I'm I definitely intend on buying it and uh, and reading the rest of them. Um, There's some there's like two stories that deal with Greedo. I can't tell. I don't think these are canonical. I think it's just for fun. Because there's a little bit of there's some, already some contradictory stuff going on in here with like sp- sp- specifically with Greedo, hmm. yeah. Because um, one story is just Greedo's story, and then one story is from uh, the point of view of Figure and Dan and the modal, and the modal nodes <laughs> who experience Greedo, who run into yeah. Greedo in that story, and they, there's a little they contradict a little bit, but nonetheless, well, I mean, you uh, know, 
You, anything, whatever you, you got. That's why you got your own head cannon. You know, you can decide but what's I think canon that's for you. But I think that's what's so much fun about this book is because it just fills in these little kind of like these little blanks and little nooks know, and crannies. It, this is going to make me sound elitist as shit, but like <laughs> it does require knowledge of like of what the hell they're talking about. Well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I think that's fair though. Like that's that's super fair to to say. Yeah, this this like super super in depth background detail Star Wars novel probably requires some Star Wars knowledge, right? So like the Kelly Sue Matt Fraction and Kelly Sue DeConnick, their stories about Muftak and Cabe. Ooh, like, I don't even don't... know who they are. Exactly. So if you don't know who Muftak and Cabe yeah, are, I don't you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who I, I know a lot about Star Wars, and I have no fucking clue who Muftak and Cabe are. Exactly. So um... thanks for telling us who they are. You want me to tell you who they are? Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Cabe is the little uh, screechy guy at the bar when in the cantina, and he's the little short dude who kind of looks like a bat. He's like, oh, okay. I thought that was that's Salacious Cabe. Crumb. No, that's, no, no, no. That's in Return of the Jedi. Get it together, Jason. Okay. Um, oh, I'm then, looking uh, at that picture of him. Muftak is the bigger guy with the weird eyes and the little tube on his mouth, and he like scratches his tube. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's just it's you just barely see them. Yeah. The only reason you even know those names is like listening to Star Wars Minute or yeah, uh, buying the action figures when you were a kid, or I guess reading tales from the cantina. They talk about them in there too. But somebody made a Twitter account for Mufftack, uh, and it's oh, that's it, awesome. only, it only has like <laughs> it only has like four tweets uh, from like 2015. But oh my god! His first tweet is about Cabe. So there you go. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I'm you know a little I'm uh, you know getting through it and it's uh, I'm just loving it. It's great. It's great fun. I I've put it in my yeah. cart on Amazon. There you go. Savagelandpodcast.com Amazon banner. <laughs> uh, but it's 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 definitely filling that void of what I think they Star Wars should be doing more of. It's just these sort of fun side stories. Like I I when I was younger, I, one of my my favorite Star Wars stuff was the Tales from Jabba's Palace and the Tales from oh, the yeah. Cantina. And this tell the bounty hunter one, um, so cool. And yeah, this is this is that. No, I, yeah, I, I love I love random Star Wars backstory. That's that's the shit I live for, and I like that's why I love Star Wars Minute as a podcast as well because it's always just like random, you know. Even even if it's imaginary, just like super fun random uh, uh, backstory for Star Wars is one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, if you've never listened to Star Wars Minute. They talk about the Star Wars movies one minute at a time in order. Um, but they come up with a really sort of fun alternative reality of where Boba or where Obi-Wan is just this horrible, horrible, horrible old man. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. It's super good. They they have a lot of fun with like some of the ancillary characters that have ended up getting names over the years, like Paul Treatham, uh, who's like the one Empire guy on the uh wasn't he he's like in the the like the bridge or whatever near the uh hangar and he's like the one that yeah. isn't he the one that says tk421 why aren't you at your station or whatever i think so yeah um, post. anyway yeah it's 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 fun for that type of shit because yeah there's a lot of fun theories posited on that podcast that i enjoy yeah that's great um so i've i've also been going through the star wars movies uh but i've been doing it in a little bit of a a, a different way than you have uh I I started so I I'm doing like like sort of new new age machete order now that uh Rogue One is out. But basically for this week, 
leading up to Thursday, I'm doing two Star Wars movies at a time. So day one, it was Rogue One and A New Hope. And then today uh, was slash is, because I haven't watched the second one yet, uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back and then Attack of the Clones. And then day three is uh, Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi. And then day four, I'm going to an IMAX double feature of uh, The Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really enjoying it. Freaking Rogue One. Rogue One, like when it when it first it's amazing it's, it's so amazing. good it's so good it's so it's good, so good. <laughs> it's like same i watched it again for the day and every every subsequent viewing i'm like fuck this is a good movie yeah yeah i i watch it all the time yeah it's, it's like such a good movie i i feel like when it very first came out it started off really hot and then like you know all the hipsters and whatever the fuck started like poo-pooing it and so it lost a bit of its steam uh but yeah upon revisiting it a year later that movie is just fantastic <laughs> no it it has it's yeah that movie's gonna have holding power or staying power whatever you want to call it but yeah yeah it's it's it it firmly deserves its place in the star wars canon absolutely totally. yeah agreed um, um so uh i'm not doing that i'm not watching the prequels i don't think i'll ever watch them again in my life really See, same. i think i can, same. I think I can firmly say that <laughs> i yeah. i genuinely i genuinely think that episode three is a good movie and also that it's better than return of the jedi that's fine yeah that yeah you, you can be wrong yeah you can be wrong <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i've got some friends that think the same thing um and i don't you know i've i've publicly said on this show that i think return of the jedi is objectively not a good movie <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's not the best it's not a great movie uh but it's still fun and but it, 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 it it like there's a couple parts of return of the jedi that are the best yeah. like the entire the entire space section of the death star but second death star battle yes incredible. yeah well that yeah and that final encounter between luke and vader is enough to make the entire movie worth it yeah yeah i mean there's other cool stuff too but that's those are some big ones yeah. uh and Wedge being the hero of the rebellion once more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and you know, Nine Nun is such a great character. My Nine Nun laugh. I don't. I really don't. I don't. There's nothing pulling me towards the prequels. Um, but I, I. So I. I don't know how far you guys have gotten through Rebels, but I started season four of Rebels. Oh shit. Which is also the final season. I'm only through oh, season two. I didn't know that. And it's it's awesome. I'm I think I only made it through season one. So the there's a double episode that's the end of season three. It's like you know two parter. That is just amazing. I mean, it feels like watching a Star Wars movie. It's so good. Hmm. Uh, it's like they're the rebels are camped out on this weird planet, and then the Imperials all show up. Uh, under the under the control of Grand Admiral Thrawn to take over this rebel base, and it's the fucking best. I mean, it it plays like a Star Wars movie. There's like the space battle and the ground battle, and they kind of keep switching back and forth. And it's just like all the everything's in there. All the cool ships are there. All the ATATs are there. It's just like shit is just going down. And it going plays like the it, pl- it does. It just plays like the best of the Star Wars battles that you. That, that's one of the reasons why we like Star Wars so much, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely worth going through that show. Um, and there's a point. There's a, a there's a character in that show. I think he comes in in season two. This is like 
this like you know the droid you know the robot from hitchhiker's guide he's just gonna like yeah eeyore yeah the, there's a droid depressed like that one. Rebels that's just hilarious that like it's it, it, obviously written for kids and i was cracking up so. <laughs> um that makes me really happy yeah. that you're just cracking up oh, at yeah. a kid's no, show because you don't like really like kid stuff. Kid stuff like I'm at all. This. I mean, like I love Emperor's New Groove and yeah, you know, but a lot of kid stuff I don't like. But this is I don't know. He's he's, he's cleverly written and it's very funny. Um, he gets in scraps with like a. It's like he's like the because uh, you know how they have the in Rebels they have the uh, the uh, the the astromech droid the what's his name uh. uh Puncher, uh, uh, I can't remember his name. I don't remember you know what at all. About, Jay? Uh, trust me. Chopper, <laughs> sorry, Chopper. Okay, Chopper, Chopper's a little red ass, like the grumpy little like curmudgeon red astromech. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about now. Okay, so he's sort of the counterpoint to Chopper as to like like the C three bit R twos, right? Yeah. Um, very funny, very funny, like kind of uh, two double droids going on there. Um, double droids, double droids, double droids, double droids, double droids, double droids. But I would, rec- I would definitely say go down. The, like Rebels is worth watching. It's, it's a super fun show. I, I definitely need and to finish and, and, it. And then, like, you know, not to like spoil too much, but like, um, just to mention some characters that come back, that come back in that. Uh, oh man, I, I think I want to spoil it so bad. But if you're like actually gonna watch it, it's so exciting when you get to it. But well, and for Clone I, Wars I fans, for Clone Wars fans, it's super exciting that Captain Rex comes back because he's the best clone trooper of all time. Yeah, Captain Rex come back. Sagaera comes back. Um, uh, I won't. I won't. I'm not gonna spoil any plot points. I'll just say some characters that come. Okay. Back. I do also uh, want to say. Characters... I just. I love that the art direction for that show is all based on Ralph McQuarrie's original designs and not the final ones in the movies. Yes. Like, cause it, you know, it's like all of like Darth Vader looks a little different. All the like ATATs and all that stuff. Like they all look a little different, but they look so fucking cool. Cause like Ralph McQuarrie's original designs that weren't quite as practical were just like stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the art direction for that show. So the, some of the characters that come back are, uh, like Bando's in it. Darth Vader's in it. Obi-Wan's in it. Darth Maul is in it. Uh, Ahsoka's in it. Uh, I think that's it. I think Chewie might be in it, too. I think, yeah, Chewbacca's in it. it, it definitely worth watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm only two seasons in. Um, I kind of fell behind on watching it, but I really need to catch up because that show's great. And I want to catch up and then read Kanan since, you know, Kanan's one of the main characters in Rebels, for those that don't know. Um, yeah and that's like i i just i really want to like dive deep on that background and stuff because you know yeah oh yeah well no it's cool it's super cool and and having grand admiral thrawn be like the primary villain through the third season and not and and so far through the fourth Mm. is just the best grand admiral he's such a cool villain yeah, I, I, I really I that's another like huge reason for me to want to watch it because Thrawn's just just the best. Like if, if you haven't read uh, Timothy Zahn's Thrawn trilogy or his new Thrawn novel, that's the only one that's canon at this point. Uh, definitely do yourself a favor. It's like the best Star Wars EU stuff that's available out there. Yeah. Um, yes, I agreed. I mean, I would read. Yeah, the, the his Thrawn, his original Thrawn trilogy that that got scrapped. It's totally worth reading. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's so it's so cool. It's still canon in my head. Yeah, really. 
Um, even though it doesn't work at all nope, anymore. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, what else is there? Oh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, yeah. Single player. How, so, okay, oh, so yeah, how was, how was the story for that? Yeah. It, it was really cool. Because the single player is canon. Yeah. 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 Um, and and I I will say you know I was like eh, whatever Star Wars but Cap bought it watched him play through the single player and it's really cool, really cool. and really funny and just yeah, yeah it's way cool hmm. I, I it it had the best I think it wrote Luke better than the movies wrote Luke and really? there's a brief yeah. moment where there's like a imperial um, officer who gets uh, sh- like sh- stranded in some cave with Luke Skywalker and yeah. sort of like team up to survive. Mm. It, isn't it that girl's? It's not the girl's dad, is no, it? I don't think so. No, I, I can't remember who no, it was. But it's one of the yes. Yeah. And so it's just you know, and so it's just Luke re- Luke's character really coming out and him trying to you know helping this Imperial officer survive this you know bug ridden cave. Yeah. Um, and they just wrote him so well. It's really good. So there, uh, there is also actually a companion novel to Battlefront Two, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, is it is it, the, is it the same story? It says so. No, it's Battlefront Two Inferno Squad. Uh, it says, let's see. After the humiliating theft of the Death Star plans and the destruction of the Battle Station, the Empire is on the defensive, but not for long. In retaliation, the elite uh, Imperial soldiers of Inferno Squad have been called in for the crucial mission of infiltrating and eliminating the partisans, uh, the rebel faction once led by notorious Republic freedom fighter Saw Gerrera. Um, following... Uh, maybe, the, go maybe, ahead. Yeah, it doesn't sound the same. No. It's Yeah, I think it centers... There's probably a couple of characters that cross over, um, but yeah. it, I don't think it's the actual well, story. Inferno Squad, it, it does follow. It is about Inferno yeah. Squad. Okay. Um, so maybe it is the same thing. I don't, I don't know. know. It didn't, I don't know. That didn't sound familiar. Did you finish... Uh, almost i'm not quite done oh, okay um but it is it is fun to play through a star wars game single player uh that's got a reasonably good story there's there's so much that's left to be desired in that game and it's just such a the entire game itself is just such a mess with mm. everything about it but it is it is nice to be able to play some version of something of a star wars single player that looks as amazing as this game does uh, yeah, it's, it's fun to play. It's it, beautiful. Yeah, it does look amazing. I'm I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that I I receive it as a gift for Christmas or something because I really don't want to buy it. But if I do get it, then I'll play it. You know what I mean? Like personally, yeah. I wouldn't spend you know fucking sixty dollars or whatever uh, on this game just knowing all the things around it. But no, same. I mean, I red boxed it. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, you could too. I like the the single player only takes four or five hours to play through it's pretty damn short yeah it's not so, that long like, at all spend three bucks and and block off a saturday evening and play it yeah yeah totally i'll do that i mean i would recommend i would recommend that to anybody who um who has rightfully chosen to not purchase battlefield battlefront 2 due to all the ea's bullshit but who still want to get the experience of a really fun single player star wars story yeah, I, mm. I agree with that because it's it's really cool. It's fun. It's beautiful. But my favorite part is seeing Jakku. Yeah. Like the end is just it's so cool. Cool. Oh, it's the Battle of Jakku. Yeah. 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 It is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yep. 
So yeah, I want to play it just for just for that you know the the fun in playing like a really really good looking game uh, well, with those but, characters but, and stuff. It's the fun thing about the scripted one is it's it's you know stuff's going on. So like for example, you're in a you're in a, you're in a, you're this Imperial Tie pilot in the Inferno Squad, and you have to go to the space station to like chase down a couple Corellian Cor- corvettes mm-hmm. that are and so you're like you know. They're just flying through this debris stuff, and you're chasing after them and shooting Y wings, trying to get up to the yeah. Corvettes and stuff. And it's just epic. It's so cool. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Which you wouldn't get that experience in the multiplayer. I'll have to check it out. I'll red box it. Yeah, it's worth. It's it's. Worth yeah, it's definitely it. worth it. Yeah. All you right. You guys know what I, you know. You know what I did? I played Star Wars Battle Pod. Battle Pod. <laughs> What's that? Star Wars Battle Pod's that arcade game you can go play that's like a big... Oh, oh that you're in the big pod? Yeah. Is that the one yeah. over at the movie theater I... or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I, amazing. I know what you're talking It was about. so much fun. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, was that that was that the same one that we like at... Uh, was it at yes, Comic-Con it was... that we were like waiting in line for and then there was those fucking kids or whatever? Yeah, and then I finally got up to it and I was one quarter short. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How sad. Because I was like... I was like, I got a buck seventy-five. That's got to be enough for at least one playthrough, and it was two bucks. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, that was <sighs> that was a bummer. We were like sitting there, like fucking little kids, just like looking through the window of a store they can't go into. We're just like trying to see what's going on on the screen. Like, oh, yeah. uh, I finally did get to play it, and it was very, very fun. Hmm. Yeah, I, nice. I want to play that. Yeah, I'm so excited. I, I've, for... I've seen it many places, and I'm like. I really want to get in that pod. Just do it, 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 <laughs> it at, at the uh, at the theater, the West Valley Theater. We always go to. Oh. At the arcade there, and it's a dollar. Oh. Nice. Sweet. I'm going. I'm I'm so excited to to see what what's going on with this uh, thing that the Void's been doing for uh, Star Wars Land. Remember oh, that yeah. the yeah. virtual that's reality gonna, thing. That's gonna be that's gonna be a game changer right there. Oh fuck yeah, it is. It's uh it's opening in January. I'm without a doubt I'm going. It's like thirty bucks, and you don't have to like wait in line at Disneyland or anything. You just go like you have your appointment to go in. Uh, I am, I'm there. So there. I'm I'm coming. You better be coming. I am. Good, good. Oh my god, I want to do that so bad. Oh, like a VR, like literally for for people who are unaware, like the void is this this place we went like over a year ago. Um, it's, it's a tactile VR environment. So you put on a VR headset, you put on this vest, you have like, there's like props and stuff in there and you, you run around in this real space and feeling walls and stuff like that. You're in a totally fake environment. And so what this game is, it's like, you're playing, I think a stormtrooper, uh, and you actually like are the stormtrooper and the world around you is star Wars and you're running around and like, you know, firing blasters and stuff, but it's like, you're actually doing it. It's not a... You know, you don't have a controller in your hand or anything. You're running around yeah. with these real props. It's crazy. Oh, it looks amazing. I'm so excited. No, me too. When does that open? January. I think it opens after. On January? Yep. Because you'll be down there. Yeah, I'll be there the last week of February. Oh, right, shit. So, be... yeah, you'll be there. You better go online and uh, reserve a ticket. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'm, I'm and all... I'll... I'll, I'll go again with you. I mean, I'm definitely going to go, like, within the first week because I, you know, impulse control. Uh, when does well, we'll talk about that on, off the air? Yeah, we'll um, talk yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Here, listeners, listen to us plan our uh, vacations. We plan our vacations. Well, I get a flight February the seventh. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the prices are cheaper if you go on this. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Well, shit. Is there is there any other Star Wars stuff that we should get out of the way uh, uh, before Last Jedi? Are there any crazy theories we got that we should just like put out there? You know what? If you guys want to go for it, but I don't want to go down that. Road. I I don't really enjoy going down that road. <laughs> <laughs> I just right, right now I'm just really excited to go see it, yeah, and I'm happy that I've stayed away from so much because mm-hmm. I feel like that's just made me so much more excited. Yeah. Whereas the last one, it was all just shoved in my face and I watched everything and I just wasn't excited. I, so. I just Until, really hope that we find out who Ray's parents are in this yeah. one. <laughs> like What's if we don't. Hits? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jay, you want to see who Ray's parents are? Yeah, I want to. I want to see who Ray's parents are. I if we make it another movie without knowing who the fuck she is, I'm gonna be real mad. And same with Finn. I want to know where both of them came from. Um, I'm sure. I mean, come on. It's if it's paralleling the original trilogy at all, which it looks like it is. But what if it's not? But it definitely looks like it is. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like it is. But even if they don't and they save it. Hmm cool yeah that's fine I, yeah. i'm but fine I just, with that i, I just have a, I, it's, it's yeah a, some bombshell is gonna drop you know it's yeah gonna drop it's something's yeah. gonna be. well and there's also I def- definitely think this movie is gonna have an i am your father moment yeah and there's there's yeah. those there's those ideas out there that either a luke is gonna be evil or b ray might turn evil and that's terrifying yeah i, eh. I don't know about all that but that'd be a bold I, move yeah, i don't know I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. Tonight. Yeah, tonight as you're listening to this, I'm as you're listening to this, I'm probably already in the theater watching uh, The Force Awakens. And I'll be there in a couple days. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in my living room watching The Force Awakens, getting ready to go to the theater to see The Last Jedi. Dude, I'm a I'm a I'm a smuggle so many snacks in with me. You guys have no Uh, idea. I'm gonna be Uh, be made of snacks. Like they if they pat me down, I all they will touch is snacks. Um I don't. There's the only other Star Wars things that uh, I don't want to go down. I, I'm 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 cautious about bringing this up. <laughs> I don't want to go down the Jason hole of this. I just want to bring up the only the, the yep. Matt the only, the one Matt positive of all this. Do it. Is this the Fox uh, Fox Disney merger <laughs> and the potential that we might get to see uh, the original unedited unedited trilogy in Blu-ray? Yeah. That would make me so that happy. Would make me so happy! I've, that's like nothing in my life I want more than that movie. I mean, yeah. if, if you want copies of them, I've got it. But I have them too. Yeah, I have I, the I, best. We all have them, all but have them, but they're just like they're laser disc and they're not great. <laughs> that's fair. And I want, I want them. I want the because the, the Blu-rays look so good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I just want all those goddamn do-backs to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I it would be it would be great if they yes. if they took them and remastered them but only in the way of like, you know, correcting the stabilization and just like improving like the blasters and shit. You know what I mean? Like if they just did a Well, all the all the like like all the all the all the matte lines they cleaned up is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like just made them look really good. Just literally yeah, yeah like, just like retouching basically. Yeah, exactly. I, I I just don't want all the extra stuff that George Lucas exactly. added in there. Nobody wants all just that take bullshit. that back out. Yeah. Touch it up, right? Yeah. Then that's all I want. And then they can finally, and then they, because they, 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 the, what's the, um, the National Film Institute or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the National AFI Film Registry, whoever, 
yeah, in at, at the Smithsonian was like, we want Star Wars, and George Lucas was like, well, I will only give you the special edition. And they're like, we will <laughs> not take the special edition. We only want the original movie because that's the important film that was released, not your special edition. Yeah, and he refused. Huh. God, a, what a butt. Yeah, he's such a butt. Jerk. <laughs> uh, jerk. Put that back out. Maybe we can. That movie will finally be put into its rightful place as the as the original important film that it was, and not let's add a bunch of fucking dobacks and Jedi rocks. And yeah, I was just about to mention Jedi rock. That was actually the <laughs> subtitle. The, the subtitle to uh, oh. to A New Hope was Star Wars: A New Hope: com- Colon Let's Add a Bunch of Fucking Dobacks. And yeah, Star Wars: Return <laughs> of the Jedi. How about fucking Jedi rocks, man? Jedi rocks. Every yeah, time I see that, yeah, that's pretty good. I get so angry, yeah, I get so angry. that it's there. Oh, I yeah, hate I just it. get so angry all the time. Uh, no, just because of that. Just <laughs> when I see that. No, no I, I do too. <laughs> I, I, because I, I have both of them. I have got the laser disc that I that I pirated, and then, and I will firmly say that on air and don't care, <laughs> George. <laughs> uh, I will I will pause at Jedi Jedi Rocks, sk- skip it, and then jump over to the pirated version and watch uh, Lochte Neck. <laughs> just yeah. to spite you, just to because I love it. Yeah, Lochte Neck's pretty great. Lochte Neck is awesome. That's still yeah. my ringtone. And, and then jump back over, and then when I get to the end of the movie, I'll stop it, and then I'll watch. I'll stop it right before um, Hayden Christensen's Force Ghost. Shows yeah, up, and then watch the end of the movie from there. Yep. Neck. Or even before that, so I can hear uh, Yubnub. Yep. Yeah. See, I, I support all this. Yes. <laughs> Hayden Christensen's uh, Hayden Christensen's Force Ghost is a part that I don't really mind e- either way, because it's inconsequential. But I it it it's 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 so messed up though, man. It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. How Obi Wan is still an old man. Right. And then there's young Hayden Christian. Because it's their it's their best self. It's their best self, and so Obi Wan was his best yeah. self toward the end of his life. And, and... I don't believe I don't oh, believe shit. that one bit. <laughs> oh, shit. Watch the original trilogy and tell me if you think that was Anakin at his best self, the whiny little bitch who hates sand. <laughs> hey, it's better than murdering people. <laughs> well, his best self was uh, killing the emperor. Was 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 stopping the empire from taking over the galaxy? Even though, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah, wouldn't that be his best self? Yes, yeah, completely agreed. That would be his best self. I mean, or or his best self would be Jake Lloyd. (laughs) Yippee! That that'll be his Force Ghost. Yeah, his Force Ghost just says yippee, Luke. Yippee! His best self would be him accidentally uh, blowing blowing up up the entire stuff. The drone ship. Yeah, <laughs> accidentally. To... He's so skilled that he accidentally did it. Uh, I have so many problems with those movies. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Well, I mean, does that, to with that. Does that? Oh yeah, uh, and then yeah. Go ahead. One thing. So, I, I'm telling you guys, I've gone so fucking Star Wars crazy lately. It's stupid. <laughs> um, uh, Fantasy Flight Games, the makers of X-wing and Armada, are making a new Star Wars game called Star Wars Legion, which is. Oh. Uh, Squad-based troop combat game like Warhammer. Oh shit! Oh, it's so cool. That uh, sounds so cool. It looks so cool. I love War and uh, Hammers. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah, uh, but this is Stormtroopers and uh, Rebels. Hooray! So, sounds anyway, cool. It's called Stormtrooper Rebel. 
3000? Legion. Stormtrooper Rebel 3000. <laughs> Stormtrooper Rebel TK 41s. <laughs> Yay! Yippee! Yippee! Oh, man. That is so wizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I hate it so much. Uh, I still need my cardboard cut out of Jake Lloyd. You guys know that that's so wizard was actually a slang term, right? Yeah. 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 That wasn't like a Star Wars made up thing. No, I know. Okay. Just checking. I, 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 I remember. And then I heard that and I was like, ah, it makes it kind of worse. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I knew that. Like it was already pretty bad, and then I was yeah. like, no, that actually was a thing people said. Yeah. Was like trying to double down in this, like, it's a campy 30s science fiction film. Sorry. It's a campy 30s science fiction film. You should put more D-backs in that. <laughs> you know, I, that would be really blistered. You know, this, uh, this, this edit's okay, but uh, it really just doesn't have enough fucking do-backs all over the fucking place. You could just, like... <laughs> obnoxiously put in like 12 dewbacks right in this shot please just put them right right in front of their faces just yeah i want them crossing just the entire time they're talking please i know that i know that r2g2 is hiding in a cave but it'd be really cool if he was hiding in a cave with a bunch of dewbacks in the cave too. yeah could you could you add some dewbacks in there and also a weird fucking rock for no fucking reason just like a new rock like above him make it, make it not make any sense at all do, do you know what I love about this? Huh. Is that Matt's George Lucas impression sounds like Kermit the Frog. It totally does. <laughs> oh, but you man. know, it's it's there's not it's not too far of a leap to go from George Lucas to Kermit the Frog. No, not at all. But I, I just I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, uh, what, if George Lucas, what if George Lucas bought it back? What if he bought Lucasfilm back and he was like. <laughs> Oh God! He just he invested he invested all the money in Bitcoin, and now he's just like taking it back to buy Star Wars again, or to buy Disney. And then we get we get we get uh, Force Awakens special edition, and then then uh, Jakku is just you know it's just I, I like this desert planet you guys put there, but there's just not enough dewback. <laughs> Ray is like when when Ray is like sliding down the side of that Star Destroyer, she's literally just sliding on the back of dewbacks. <laughs> Like the entire thing is covered in dewbacks, so you can just vaguely see the outline of a star destroyer underneath all the fucking dewbacks everywhere. <laughs> I think my I think my favorite Star Wars joke thing that I've ever seen, or one of them is, it was right after the For- the Force Awakens sort of uh, teaser trailer came out, and somebody did the special edition teaser trailer. <laughs> no. Oh, I'll pull it up after we're done recording. It's so funny because remember in the teaser trailer. So it starts off and it's like the big, it's like, it's Jakku. And then you see Ray's little speeder goal. Yeah. And pans over. Yeah. So it's that. And there's just fucking dewbacks. Oh my God. <laughs> and then it clips to the other scene where Ray's like on the thing or whatever. Um, oh no, no, sorry. It, the, it I, okay. I, I don't want, I, I won't go through the whole thing. I'll, we can watch it. It's very funny, but the, the trailer started off with the desert planet and, and then Finn popped his head up. Yeah. But it's, so it's like shows this desert planet. And then there's like, 400 ships in the background and like this like uh this like cgi blob like walks in front of the camera like <laughs> gray if finn like pops up and looks around and like jabba's crawling off on the side oh my god that's just, amazing it's so fucking perfect oh, oh man uh, all the way down to like uh there's the guy in the x-wing flying the x-wing you know so when they did the han solo Greedo scene where they like digitally moved Han Solo really quick. Yeah. So it yeah. Just looked weird as hell. Yeah. So there's like the X Wing pilot and they like moved him over to him. Like, <laughs> blaster shot hits the C5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
It's so funny. Oh, That's great. So good. Well, uh, is that, uh, that about do it for this episode? Yeah, well, I think we did a real good episode. I think we talked about all the great Star Wars stuff. I just think we didn't put enough do-backs in yeah, really it. We need, we need to throw some more fucking do-backs all over this thing. Uh, uh, I, I think we should probably go back and re-record this whole episode but with more do-backs. Yeah, we should, we should some... digitally insert a bunch of do-backs into this fucking episode. Uh, also, my friend, they have a band and they like to play this fun pop music. Um, they have this song. It's called Star Wars Rocks. It's a uh, it's Star like Jedi Rocks. Rocks, but it's a it's a trance remix. We should put that <laughs> into. The- oh God! It's my buddy Skrillex. Um, it's my buddy Skrillex. <laughs> well, uh, you can find the show. Let us know. Uh, bombard us with your thoughts on Last Jedi. Uh, starting starting Sunday, you, you're you're allowed to do that after Rachel's seen it. Um, you can bombard us with, with all your thoughts on, on The Last Jedi at Savage Land Pod on Twitter. Um, you can send us letters, letters at savagelandpodcast.com, uh, voicemails 413 Savage 4. Um, and please, please, please leave your ratings and reviews on iTunes. We haven't had one in a little while. Uh, so we'll need to, we'll need to, to get in on, on more of that action so people can find us. Um, oh, and then our, uh, our, our Twitter contest. It is about time to, uh, to announce that winner, ain't it? Is it? I think so. Extend it. Uh, you know, I think I think we've should we we could extend it one more week if you guys really want to. Okay, one week we get we've you got one more week to join in our Twitter contest, and this time, um, we've we've broadened our horizons. Originally, it was what's your favorite Marvel character, Marvel movie, no, Thor character, Thor Thor character, and then it was what's your favorite Justice League character, and then it was any comment you could possibly imagine. <laughs> um. I'll broaden that even further for you. Um, mm-hmm. Any word, just a word. <laughs> just, just tweet using hashtag SavageLandPod. Uh, something, something. Don't even have to say anything. And you can also post on Instagram if you want to uh, about the show. Either way, hashtag SavageLandPod, Instagram or Twitter. Um, no, I want to hear. I want to hear your. Um, you know what? We'll, no, that's not fair. I was going to say we'll put your name in twice if you tweet at us. Do back. Yeah, no, that's not fair to the people who entered the contest at the very early stages. Not yeah, all, but I would appreciate some more. I would, I would appreciate some more dobacks <laughs> uh, being tweeted at us. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you tweet us pictures of dobacks, that's a that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good entry. I, th- I think the, the 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 early the early entries will probably get a double, uh, no matter what people who have entered up to this point. But yes, enter in because uh, you it's it's seriously like your odds of winning are very high considering that there is very low participation. <laughs> It's so, high. Yeah. It's very high. Hashtag yeah. Savage Land Pod. Give, give us a, a tweet or a, uh, a tweet or a uh, Instagram tag. Uh, but you have to post. It's not a comment. You have to make an Instagram post with hashtag Savage Land Pod or tweet us hashtag Savage Land Pod. Um, and you will win either a comic book or something random from Matt's Garage. Uh, we will have you choose uh, when you're selected as the winner. And who knows? Maybe lot, maybe we'll even track. select a runner up to uh, to take the other thing. Um, you know the one the one Star Wars toy from my childhood I went on eBay and bought. Mm-hmm. Dubex. Are you serious? Serious. Wow. I love that, Dubex. That that's, that's kind of weird for me. I think Dubex, <laughs> oh. I think Dubex are really cool. Not I'm 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 absolutely being serious. The only old toy I have is the Tauntaun, where you push the button on his back and his stomach. Oh, that's cool. Comes open and it's got like the rubber on it i don't have a luke to put in them though we'll have to get you one rage yep (laughs) 
But um, that is kind of weird that you love do-backs. Yeah, that was weird. They're cool. <laughs> They're cool. <laughs> Anyway, that uh, that does it for this episode. But uh, yeah, please, 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 with those tweets and uh, and the reviews on iTunes, um, they're the best thing in the world, and we need them to survive. Also, just like well, you know, if you tell your friend about the show, that's that's a really cool thing to do too. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Our our friend Marcus of the show actually commented on a post about, "Hey, I need new podcasts to listen to," and he put our name on there. So. Aww. Thank you. Thank you, Marcus. Marcus is probably our longest listener in the world. Yes. So we need more people like that. Yeah. So if if, if you have a friend who might enjoy the show, please uh, please spread the word. Or if you see a post on Reddit or wherever the hell you see posts about podcasts, we appreciate the recommendations. That's that's the you're doing the Lord's work. And thank (laughs) you. And thank you for listening. Really? Like, thanks. Thanks for somehow uh, finding whatever the fuck this shit is entertaining. Seriously. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yep all right guys should we go see some freaking star wars yeah may the force be with you and also with you (laughs) and also to you having some Sipping on my melonade. Melonade. Yeah. What is melonade? It's like melon juice. It's just Star Wars. Or it's Star Wars lemonade. <laughs> Fuck. I saw Star Wars on my screen. Like, I saw the word Star Wars, and somehow in my head, the words Star Wars replaced the word lemonade. Hey, you know what I got the other day? What'd you get the other day? I got a Star Wars brand banana. Wait, Not what? joking. <laughs> Fuck no, you. Just the sticker? It was a dull banana, but it had a giant... It was like, Star Wars brings you a banana. Yeah. What the... Why? Why? (laughs) Why? What is... uh... (laughs) I was like... I I went to the store and I was like, I could use a banana. And I was like, oh shit, they've got R2 fucking D2 on them. (laughs) I really want a banana. Maybe in The Last Jedi they're going to have like... Yeah. Maybe in The Last Jedi they're going to have like curved yellow lightsabers. I don't know. As like a... Banana lightsabers? Yeah, as like a banana product placement. Guy walked up to me at the at the at the grocery store though and handed me a frozen banana. He's like, "Hey man, you want a frozen banana?" And I was like, "Nah, but I want a regular banana later." So, yeah. Nice, Mitch Hedberg. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> good delivery too. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, yeah. I dig it. Do you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, what do you guys <laughs> think's the next? What do you guys think the next ridiculous Star Wars brand? thing is going to be what would be tampons yeah that's pretty bad <laughs> like, the applicators are little lightsabers, lightsabers. oh no Ooh, that'd be good <laughs> that would be great 
<laughs> I was I was gonna say birth control and or condoms. Actually, they probably oh, already you know, have condoms. A friend did. Uh, a friend did send me a, a a link to a website that had Star Wars themed sex toys. Yeah, oh, I've seen those. Didn't yeah, Amy Schumer like play little, with those? I don't know, but they were like light, like uh, light up lightsaber shoot. dildos, and like yeah. one of them was called a yo dildo or something, and it looked like this weird green. Oh, like like weird Yoda penis. It was so weird. I saw I of all things, that. I saw I saw a BuzzFeed uh, post that was like reviewing those sex toys. Actually, I, I did see those. The Yoda one. Apparently, the Yoda one is is uh, is five inches. So take 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 that as you will. Men yeah. of the world. There's a Death Star ball gag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of cool. Actually, Rachel's yeah, like, oh, did, can, you, can you send me a link to that? I just, I just, oh, where'd you get that? I just want to check it out. Called? Where, where do we purchase that? You can just find it on you know, deathstarballgags.com. <laughs> I don't want to Google that. Um, no, you should Google yeah. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, they had all sorts of uh, things you could... I don't know. That's just weird as fuck to me. What is? I don't know. Like like which Star part? Wars, like, or like, have you... Start getting this episode off right. Have you seen those dildos that are like <laughs> horror-themed that are like... Uh, like based off of like imagining what uh, a hyper stylized version of like Frankenstein's cock would be, or a zombie's <laughs> cock would be, or the Wolfman's cock. No, that's a, I, that's I, a thing in the world. I'm not aware of this, but I'm also like, why? Yeah, totally. I don't want to. The zombie one's particularly bad because it's like it's got like flesh missing. Yeah, it's like rotting flesh. Well, so I was going to ask, does Frankenstein's cock still have like the uh, the two like lug nuts in the side? Please. Oh, I don't know. Probably. I, oh, I would hope so. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was like all. It was like like it. It did look like it was all sewn together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at those and think like, yeah. No. Uh, I do. I see. I'd like to imagine that for. <laughs> I'd like to imagine that for the movie I Frankenstein, uh, Aaron Eckhart had like full prosthetics done. Like you know how they they scarred him all up for I Frankenstein. I'd like to imagine yeah. that he also had them do his dick, even though there was never a scene where his dick's out. He just you know that's that's it's how like, method Aaron Eckhart is. He's like I gotta go full method on this. You guys. Yeah. It's like I need like, dick scars. It, it's like make it crooked. <laughs> They're like, sir, it's it's already. I don't know what what more do you need us to do. It's already it's already crooked. It's already crooked and scarred. Aaron Aaron Eckhart has a really tragic past, guys. Oh, boy. You know who else has a tragic past? Oh, the Savage Land! That might be cool.com. You never know.